gotta do this, son. This particular watch be a one of one. That means none before it, none to come. The homie that's rapping be the only one that has it. I show you how to do this, son. You ain't heard I push the shit. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? How are you doing? Hope you're doing well. This is your boy, Sonny D, and this is the YFYI Podcast. This is YFYI Radio. Welcome back. If you're coming back, if you're just joining the podcast, and welcome for the first time to the YFYI Podcast. This is where you come to not just survive, but we talk about thriving in the business of beauty. This is episode 44, can you believe it? It's, we're three days, actually two days away, it's the 29th right now, when I'm recording this. So we've got the 29th of December, the 30th, the 31st, and 2016 is over. Yep, it's like gone, it's done, it's done. And 2017 is knocking at your door. And I have a really ambitious goal in the next three days, including today, is to hit 52 episodes of the podcast that I started the beginning of this year at the same time I released YFYI, the book, Your First Year in the Beauty Industry, How to Not Just Survive but Thrive in the Business of Beauty, or as I like to refer to it as The Bob. So I started these two things at the same time with a goal of doing a podcast a week. For those of you that have been listening, you know that I have a pretty busy schedule and I fell behind on the podcast, so I said, you know what, that's no excuse, I'm going to get these podcasts completed. So I've been going bananas these last couple of weeks to not only get caught up, but to hit my goal of 52 episodes by the end of 2016. And it's been awesome because I've been able to really just rip and and just go off on on the cuff and really in almost real time just talk about things that are happening, things that I'm seeing and hearing. You know, so it's been awesome. Thanks for everybody that's given me some great feedback. Thanks for everybody that's been following my story. I started this thing on Snapchat where I'm doing these, I got these spectacles. All right, so let me tell you about these. These spectacles Snapchat made are, are... I mean, it's. I think it's a game changer. So I got a black pair of spectacles. They've got two cameras in them. They record 10-second clips. You know, whatever I see, I'm doing. I can hit the little button on the arm of the sunglasses. They record the 10-second clip. I then can open up my phone, go to Snapchat. They're connected through Bluetooth. They put all those, those snaps into my memories. Then I can kind of go through... I can curate, I can kind of pick the ones I like, I can add text, do some filters, add some artwork, stickers, whatever I want to do, then post them to my story. So I've been shooting these little snaps throughout my day and then doing this nightly dump. We call this thing Life Through D's Eyes. So like Sunny D, awesome, my uh, business partner at Jenna Wasag, shout out, you know, she came up with an awesome filter to go along with it. And so I've been dropping that in. I've been dropping these videos every night. And 
And it is crazy because when I go and look, I see how many times if I was wearing the glasses. The only thing is, they're sunglasses. So, I don't really, I mean, I'm not, the, I'm not like the guy that likes to wear sunglasses inside. So, it looks a little weird, number one. Number two, you can't really see well. So, it's like, I'm not wearing these things inside. So, I've been putting them on inside occasionally, getting some snaps if I'm doing hair, if I'm, you know, just kind of walking through the salon, so that's been cool, but I'm really on the verge of taking them, I think I'm going to do this tomorrow, I'm going to take them to a uh, sunglass store, and I'm going to see if they think they could remove the lenses, and either one of two things, just have no lenses, I'll just have the frames, the cameras will still be there, or uh, put in clear lenses. So if anybody's listening and you wonder what happened to your Snapchat glasses, they're called spectacles, either I went for it and it didn't work or, you know, something, something's, uh, something's up. So I don't know. But I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do because I love doing that. So I've been dropping those, been hammering the podcast been kind of wrapping up on my business, you know, my my primary business, which is the Salon Project, and we got some cool things coming for 2017, some of this I cannot really discuss completely right now, but I'll just tell you that we're, we're kind of positioning and, and posturing ourselves for a tremendous 2017, lots of big changes in our company, and so I'm excited about that, I'm excited to continue going out to the beauty schools with the YFY book tour. We did probably, I, I want to say close to 40 uh, YFY book tour presentations over this year. Talked to thousands of people and it was it was awesome, great energy. Got to share the message of this project, the YFY project, which, which is a passion project. You know, I'm not a book author. I became a book author because I knew that I had information I needed to get to the basement, meaning the people that are just getting started, the foundation of our industry. And so that's kind of who I focus on, is building that foundation, building the new people, giving them skills, giving you guys, if you're listening and you are one of them, skills that you can take out into the real world and use. You know, not theory, but practice. There's too much theory going on. You know, I spend a lot of time in the schools, and in general, even people that I that I meet, if they're in, you know, college, and I mean, I'm not, I'm all about education, guys. I'm an educator at heart. I love teaching. I love helping people, you know, reach their goals. I love helping people become successful. But here's the deal, you know, I'm I'm at heart as as a as an educator, you know, yeah, but at heart also a practitioner. Like what real what really works, you know, not like what could you read in a book and then regurgitate to somebody else that knows nothing and so my little like pet peeve is make sure that you identify who the practitioners are you know we talk about this in our salon like if we were to you know open up an educational training center that was training something like in our case it would be training people to be hairstylists then you have to have, there's got to be certain qualifications that you have if you're going to become 
like one of those instructors. Some of the things that I, I look for or I would look for is what kind of stylist are you? Number one, do you have a full clientele in a salon? What kind of numbers have you put up? If you've never done $100,000 worth of hair in one year, you're already disqualified because how are you going to train people that are wanting to do that? Nobody wants, I mean, that's an ambitious goal for every hairstylist and for every professional period, like professional income. I want to make six figures or more. I want to make professional money. So if I'm going to train people to make professional money, I have to have walk that walk before, not just talk the talk. So that's like a, a prerequisite, you know, so there would be like a whole different breed of person. And then obviously, you know, with that, you have to pay those people accordingly. Because in order to, you know, to take somebody from a six-figure earning position in, in their life or in their career and entice them to come and work in an educational setting, even if they love teaching, you know, they're not going to want to take a haircut like a financial haircut where they're going to go from six figures down to, you know, anything less, you know, four figures or whatever. So that's the thing that like, that's the tricky part of it. But when you're, if you're in school, you know, you need to kind of identify like who are the practitioners, you know, who are the people that are doing it in the real world. And I think that's, you know, that's a big thing for you if you're in school. That's a big thing if you were in school and you kind of know. Because in, in, instinctively, we all know what's real and what's not. So if you're in school, you know, you can smell like, is this real? Are they faking the funk? Or am I, you know, am I being taken for a ride here? You know, and, and yeah, granted, sometimes you, it's you're young, you may not know, if you're a little naive, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you, but you have to try to identify the practitioners, you have to get around the practitioners, you have to get around people that have done it, you don't want to get around people, or be around people that have talked about it, that have heard about it, but they've never actually done it, and if, and if you are in that environment, if you're in that learning environment right now, those are the kinds of people that you want to, you know, when I was in school, there was a couple like of my instructors that I kind of gravitated towards. They were a little older, but <clears throat> they had done it or they were doing it, you know, and some of the older ones, they were kind of a little bit removed. So they didn't have like real world, like what's happening today. So that was a downside. And I got kind of a rude awakening when I got out into the field. But there were a couple I could really kind of pick their brains because they had been there and done that. But that's the kind of environment you have to try to get yourself around. And if it doesn't exist, you know, if it doesn't exist, I had a couple people reaching out to me and saying, yeah, like, it doesn't exist, like, that kind of scenario. And I've talked about this with, with a few people. I'm like, well, you got to go find it then. You got to go find it. What are you doing when you're not at school if you're... I mean, a lot of you guys, are, maybe you're working full-time, but I know you might have one day off or half a day off, and in that time, I need you to go to a salon or one salon or two salons and volunteer your time so you can get around people that are killing it, that are crushing it, that are working behind the chair, that are doing their thing, 
you have to get around that environment. If it, and and you know it's it's to, it's going to be totally different. It's not going to be what you're doing in school. And if you don't do that, then when you do get out of school and you go in the salon, you're going to be like, well, what is this? This isn't what I thought it was going to be, or this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And you're going to be like inclined to want to quit. You know, there's a big reason that we have that drop-off rate. And what do you think that is? Because when people are coming into the salon, it's like, either a lot harder, in most cases, way harder than they ever thought. You know, you're not coming in the salon and going to be like, you know, just hanging out. It's not a hangout, you know. So you have to learn, like, what, what the pace is going to be like, what the requirement's going to be. You know, building a clientele. How is that going to happen? It's not just going to happen overnight. No one's just going to hand you down. There's no hand-me-downs in the beauty industry, or really in any any industry where you have to build, if it's a service industry where you're building a clientele, <clears throat> there's not going to be any hand-me-downs. So for you to see that, and the other thing that you could do is when you're going into these salons and you're you're hanging out with some of these, like, these, these people that are doing it, you know, pick their brain, ask them, how long have they been doing it? You know, how hard was it to build their business? You know, where what what what's their best tip or technique for getting new customers, for getting new guests into the salon? Like how many business cards am I gonna need to pass out? Because these are things and these are a lot of these things is you know, where I started with the foundation of putting together YFY the book was really answering some of these questions and giving some of that guidance. Because I'm telling you guys, I'm interviewing people and I'm asking them questions, and it's like they're re- they're they're so far off from where the reality is. So that's why I come on here and in the podcast and in the book to be able to share with you, to give you insight, to give you tips, to get you thinking, that, to kind of get inside your head a little bit. And maybe maybe interrupt the story that's going on in your head and, and tell you and share with you, like, these are the things that you got to get focused on and be thinking about. Because some of the answers I get, they're so far off base, they're not even close to reality. And then you track that person in 6 months, 12 months, 18 months, 2 years, they've evaporated. Because their expectation... Of what or what they thought it was going to be like was so far removed from the reality, when it didn't line up, it became too difficult. It became you know it became too confusing. The easy thing to do was quit. And I don't want that to be you. That's not going to be you. You know, so we talk about business building, and we know there's a there's a. A phrase, you are who you hang around. So who are the people that, you know, that you're going to want to get around? You know, as you go into this, and then maybe as you go into 2017, maybe there's a few people that you want to get away from, not get around, get away from. So those people, you know, if it's time to either kind of part ways, you're going to start fresh, 
2017, whatever it is, maybe it's time to start making your move, looking for the exit on those people and really thinking about where, where do you want your career to go? Who is doing things and who is hitting levels and doing things that you want to see yourself doing? Those are the people I'd start targeting. I'd start reaching out to them, making relationships, and not being like, "Well, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to you know, like seem like too pushy. I don't want to intrude." These are all, these are all a bunch of bullshit excuses that you may be saying to yourself that aren't even the case. You show up with the intent, hey, look, I want to learn, I want to help out, I want to be a part of something, you know, especially if it's, if it's, you're just volunteering your time, you're showing, you know, you're showing gratitude and you're there, you'll be able to absorb so much just being in an environment like that. So it's going to be key. You have to start working on doing that, like right now, like not even after you listen to the podcast, like if it, like shut it off and write down two or three people or businesses that you're going to start getting around, getting to know. And then it's like, well, how do I find them? I mean, come on, give me a break, right? Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, take your pick. One or all of the above, LinkedIn. Go to the location. It's not that hard. You want to start reaching out to them now. You want to introduce yourself. You want to volunteer some time. You want to show up. You know, there's so many people I think that, you know, could just be doing a little bit more showing up. It would make a world of difference. And they're they're not willing to show up, not even. And then it's like, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna volunteer. I'm not gonna work for free. I can't I can't afford that. You can't afford not to do that. Because the kind of information and education that you could get by volunteering a couple of hours to help out and be around, what could rub off on you could pay you 10, 20, 30 times over down the road. It might be one technique or one thing you heard them say or one way you saw them interact with a guest or working with another stylist and you're just like, boom, that could be the, that could be a changing moment. You know, what we call a magic moment, you know, where that right across your cerebral cortex that just that that billionth of a volt just snaps and it changes you it changes your perspective you need to get around those those are called changing moments they're called magic moments they're called game shifters so you need to work on getting around those people so i want you to make a list of two or three people that you're going to make a contact with in the next three days, before this year is over, I don't want you waiting until 2017 to get this thing going. Make Put their names down on a piece of paper. If you already have their contact information, great. If you don't, that's step two. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, nowadays it's pretty easy. Because people, I mean, we have information all over the internet. It's pre- pretty easy to find out how to reach somebody, how to contact somebody. I mean, we just did this ourselves in our salon. We, you know, got super inspired and I was listening to a podcast, Team Never Quit podcast, big shout out to Dave uh, Rutherford and Marcus Luttrell, 
who the movie Lone Survivor was made after his 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 story when he was a Navy SEAL in Afghanistan. So I'm listening to this podcast, awesome podcast, by the way, check it out. And they were they had an interview on Diana Nyad, who swam with no shark cage, swam from Cuba to Florida to Key West, 110 miles. She did, I think it was 53 hours. Crazy. She did this at 63 years old. She's been trying to do this swim for 30 years and she finally did it. A few years ago, she completed it. She wrote a book called Finding Your Way, which is an awesome, awesome book. And her story is unbelievable. I got so inspired, I shared the video of her, which you can find on YouTube. I shared the video at my team training. And then for Christmas, I got her book. I got a copy of her book for everybody on the team. And I said, here's the deal. Now we got to get, you know, to meet her and get her to sign these books. So we made a little video at the Christmas party, just giving her a shout out. We had all of her books there. I go on Twitter. I mean, this she's been like on every talk show, interviewed every major. I mean, this is like a once in a lifetime like feat that someone's done, and like so she's like you know she's a celebrity. I mean, she's she's incredible. Like, and so we send her the video. I put it on Twitter. I send it to her via her tweet, and I say, hey, you know, super excited, so inspired, shared this with the team, and we want to, you know, our next mission is to meet you. You know, she replied. She's like, hey, that's awesome, you guys, you know, Team 1.0, you know, Salon 1.0, Sonny, I want to, you know, meet you guys, it's so cool, where you at? And I'm like, hey, we're in Tampa. She's like, yeah, you know, if I'm down that way, I'd love to meet you guys. I mean, it's, this is Twitter, this is modern form of communication, so I don't want any excuses on this one. I want you to write down three people that are game changers, that are maybe in your local market that you could get around to take your thinking to the next level. To see it, the these are practitioners. These aren't people that are just yakking or talking about stuff they've never done. I want you to find real practitioners that are doing it, that are in the game, get around them, make the first contact, Follow-up is where the fortune is. The fortune is in the follow-up. Keep contact with them. Get around them. Even if it's for a couple of hours in a week. And I want to hear about it. I want to know how it went. I want to know who it was. I want to know how it went. I'm telling you, it'll rub off on you. It'll rub off on you and it will change the course of your life. Potentially forever. So that's the message, guys. I want you to get after it. I don't want you to wait until 2017. Oh, I'm going to start fresh. No, that's a bunch of BS. I want you to start right now. Get after it. And not punt this or kick this can down the road. So that's the challenge for you guys. So I hope you guys are, are hearing this message. I hope you're getting it loud and clear. And I really just want to say thank you, as always, for listening to the YFY podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the community. Make sure you're a subscriber in the iTunes. If you're in iTunes on this, it's the subscribe button you want to hit because that way you'll get a notification every time I drop a new episode. And if you haven't got your copy or you want to get another copy of YFY, the book, 
That'd be awesome too. Just go to yourfirstyearin.com. Order your book. I'm signing it for you. I'm putting it in an envelope with my own two hands and I'm sending it to you in the mail. So go ahead and do that. It's yourfirstyearin.com. You can check out some of the other things we have on there You know that help kind of further along our mission. And also, if you're on the YFY podcast, I want you to give a rating and, and write a review. You know, because what I'm trying to do is get this podcast to make it more discoverable in the iTunes store. And the way we do that is we get lots of ratings and reviews. So if you listen to an episode, you listen to more than one, you like what you hear, leave a review. Don't be shy. We've got a few in there. I'm sending out gifts to people that are doing that as well. But the reviews are going to help make this podcast discoverable. And in 2017, you know, I want to get this podcast in the at the top of the charts, because I think people need to hear the message, and I know people are out there that are looking for this information, but there's so much information out there of all different kinds of things. How are they going to discover it? You guys could help. So that's all I'm asking. All I'm asking, share it with somebody you care about. Share it with a colleague. Do a little review. Write a review. Do a rating, and that would definitely help out. And as always, if you have any questions, anything comes up that I can help you with, don't hesitate to reach out to me on any of the social mediums, whether it's Snapchat, Twitter, you know, Facebook, however you however you want to do it, guys. Instagram, Sunny D or Sunny D 1.0. You'll find me, and I'll be there, ready and willing to help out. So thanks for listening to the YFY podcast. We're going hard all the way to the door of 2016. We're gonna have 52 episodes in the books, no doubt about it. By the end of this year, there will be 52 episodes up, and I hope you guys continue to rock and roll and listen. And if I haven't met you, haven't seen you yet on a YFY tour, hope to see you. And looking forward to talking to you guys real soon. And remember, as I always say, when it comes to YFY, when it comes to your first year, and I'm here to help you learn how to build it right once, or else you'll be doomed to have to build it again. So thanks for listening to the Wi-Fi podcast, guys. Take care, and I'll be talking to you real soon. Pay your taxes, y'all niggas hustling backwards. I cop and crash whips, Jay is a bastard. I show you how to do this, son. How you want it? My jeans is 300. These ain't diesel, nigga, these is a diesel. Top is rock, you know the rest. A big bucket of frozen water on my chest.